Welcome to The Dark Corner. Presented by Gentleman's Grindhouse Records. Hold me closer for this last moment Until your light gives in when the shadows take over Final day. Randy's all gussied up. I am gussied up. There will be pictures. You've probably seen them at this point. <laughs> probably, because we haven't taken them yet. But yes. you'll see them before you hear this. Paradox. Time travel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's wearing her corset. Yep. I got me corset. She's got red, white, and blue flowers in her hair. Yep. Meanwhile, I'm looking like a slob in a hoodie, a t-shirt, and a ball cap. <laughs> Not at all. Actually, this is a military-style cap. I'm, I'm dressed up, all decked out in my skinny puppy accoutrement. Yes, indeed. So I got the shirt, the hoodie, and the hat. Yeah. 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 Um, not much scheduled for today. There's one panel I want to go to. Okay. Which is the Jason Isaac panel, because I love Jason Isaac. Aha. People are like, who's Jason Isaac? He was fucking Lucius Malfoy, for God's sake, but he's been around a hell of a lot longer than that. Yes. So. <laughs> he's the guy you confuse with Julian Sands. I have never confused him with Julian Sands. <laughs> never. And then everybody goes, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> Never confused him with Julian Sands ever. Yeah, that'd be a fun panel. Yep. So, I suppose if the uh, Summer Glau one doesn't sound too keen, we could play that one. Yes. Yeah. We have options. Options are always good. Yes. Mm. Meh. Meh. I'm paranoid that I have lipstick on my teeth. Ah, yes. Because it seems to always be worse with red lipstick. Well, yeah, it's odd that. But then red is a more common color, is it not? Yeah, well, it's the thing is, not everybody wears red lipstick, especially now, because they think it's too bold or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it you have to find the right red, and I found this one. Well, actually, I didn't find it. It was part of a free gift for my birthday last year. No, year before last. And no, was it last? No, it was year before last. <laughs> Time travel. Last year, I don't remember. Anyway, it's it's actually a lip crayon, and it's matte, so there, it's not like shiny, but it stays in place. God damn it! So it's made by Nars, and it's called Cruella. <laughs> so you can imagine what that looked like. Yup. But uh, oh, we got a Utah roadblock going on here. Yeah, we do. Cunt in a minivan and <laughs> asshole in a truck. <laughs> People who drive minivans are cunts. At least in Utah. So, sorry guys. No, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry I said that. Because it's true. Yeah. So, yeah. The thing is, the Cruella, when I put it together with everything else, it's a little too brown. A um, little too warm. And so I mixed it with a bit of a sort of burgundy, and now it's perfect. Yay. But it's still, it's still very... 
mat and it stays in place and I like that. Which is why if it's on my teeth, that's going to be hard to get off. Yeah. Saliva. Did you want to smile at me real quick and I can tell you? I don't see any lipstick on your teeth. Okay, good. That's not to say there won't be any later, uh, but we'll see. All right, got past the Canton minivan. All right, because the, the open roof. Because the dick in the truck moved over in front of the minivan, so. <laughs> well, there you go, dicks and cunts and assholes. You know the Team America story. Yep. Well, it's, well, they it's said, actually pussy. They said pussy instead of cunt. Because in America, cunt is still an extremely forbidden word. Yeah, in Britain, it's punctuation. Mm-hmm. And so it's really funny when I say that in front of somebody, and they're like, what? <laughs> like, oh, come on. It's just a word. Words only have the power that we give them. Yeah. But, you know, there are things that I agree aren't okay to say because of how they were used. Well, even that one's tough because there is a uh, sexist connotation to it. it just is. like bitch. Yeah. There are certain words that are used hatefully and therefore have power, which is why they're called curse words. Well, that's why I tend to call men cunts. <laughs> there you go. So. Which is in the British fashion. And I have to really detest a woman to call her a cunt. Yep. So, anyway, cut, cut, cut. Uh, moving on. <laughs> I think we got our explicit rating. Yeah. More, more than a little. Can you do a super explicit rating? I don't know. I haven't even figured out how to do an explicit rating on the new version of the podcast. Well, so. well guess what, guys? It's explicit. If you didn't know that by now, that's your fault. Yeah. Cut. Anyway. Can't find the box to check. <sighs> well, that's frustrating. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. We'll find it. <laughs> Over the rainbow. The rainbow connection. You know, take your pick. Rainbow songs. Those are the only two I know. Conjunction, junction. What's your function? What's your function? Sounds like a very robot thing to say. Mm-hmm. Are you a terminator? Terminatrix? <laughs> I'm, <coughs> I'm choking on my own saliva. Oh, there you go. Yes, I'm, that's I'm a human a, thing to do. I'm a terminatrix. Haven't you seen my red eyes? Uh-huh. I scare myself in the mirror because I'm terrified of red eyes. Oh, that's why after I push you down the stairs, half your face is missing. Yeah, Dave, I keep asking you not to do that. Oh, yeah. One day I'm just going to break your neck. I'm kidding. I would never do that. Well, at least you're not, like, at 209 or whatever, and you can actually make your way down the stairs unaided. <laughs> like BB-8 words, kathunk, 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 yeah. kathunk. Well, he can do it, and yep. he can go back upstairs, too. The circular design is very practical. All kinds of terrain. He must have gription on his ball, like most of us do. Well, he also, I'm sure, has some kind of thrusters. Mm, yes. That can help. So, like R2-D2 had in the prequels and then suddenly never had again. Exactly. <sighs> At least he has a cigarette lighter. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a cigarette lighter. It's just a flip lighter, man. Come on. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Sorry, I just started rambling off into nowhere. Ah, that's fine. A little bit of banter. We hadn't bantered much during this convention circuit. Yeah. So just a little bit there for you. So happy banter. Yeah, and if we happen to have the uh, 
the Lucius Malfoy panel, then we can play that for you if it's better than the Summer Cloud. His name is Jason Isaac. Jason Isaac. Actually, the first time I remember seeing him was Event Horizon. Oh. It has a lot of people in it that I didn't remember until I watched it again many moons later and realized, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm over that initial horror that I had at that movie. Yep. And now quite enjoy it. It's like, oh, yeah. I forgot that, um, oh, God. Sean Pertwee was in it. Mm-hmm. Was he and, swearing a lot? Of course. So it's and, like listening to the third doctor swear? Yeah, kind of is. Because <laughs> he sounds a lot like his dad. He sounds exactly like his dad, actually. Um, if you close your eyes... Definitely. And he has his dad's eyes, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, of course, I remember that... Um, 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 you know, that guy. Sam Neill? No. Oh. The other one. Who's, I can't remember his other name. The one. The captain! I can't remember. It's been ages since I've watched Even Horizon. It's not Sam Jackson. It's the other one. Uh, the other, the other black guy who's in every film. Yes. That's not Sam Jackson. He or was Morpheus in the. In oh, uh, the, uh, Larry Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Yes, I could not remember his name to save my life. It was in Apocalypse Now when he was like sixteen. Yep. Didn't he lie about his age? Yep. Mm-hmm. Or something. I I enjoy Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. He's fun. Sorry, I didn't mean for that to sound... <laughs> so angry? It was yeah. more frustration than anger. It was really frustrating for me because I could see his face, I could hear his voice. And you're the one to remember actor and actress names. Yeah. I'm the one that spaces them, even after just hearing them. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why I started talking... Oh yeah, I started talking about Event Horizon because Jason Isaac. Yep. All right, we're in the passing lane. Let's do some passing. He has a Greek followed by a Jewish name. Jason Isaac. She just sighed at me. Sometimes a name is just a name. Well, they have roots. Unless you're named Brandy, and then your name is a curse. It's burnt, burnt wine. Yep. Brandy. And I don't care for it. So nope. I don't care for burnt wine. Did you go by Susan for a little while or try mm. to? No. No? Okay. Because some people do that that don't like their first name. Yeah. I, I don't do it. Uh, I never did it because Susan was even, in my opinion, even worse than Brandy because it was boring. Oh. And also Susie Floozy kind of thing. Yeah. Well, no matter what your name is, kids will find a way to make oh, fun yeah. of you. I mean, even with David, it's like... That's so generic a name. <laughs> yeah, but it's not really that hard to make... I mean, it's hard to make fun of. Yeah. I mean, what, what sayings can you think of for David? Uh, Davy the baby, but that didn't really catch. Yeah, I've never heard that. No. And at that lull of silence, I think we could call this a close, and we'll play whatever panel's next. <laughs> yeah, um, have a panel. <laughs> I don't know. Have a panel. All right, later. Have a banana. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
So, first of all, you can ask any personal questions you like. I don't have to answer them, but don't worry about any of these ones. Just try and leave some of the clothes intact, that's all. So, I asked not to have a moderator because I felt that was in relatively safe hands in Utah. <laughs> I can see quite a lot of people, I can see a lot more photos though, so what, this is what I thought we'd do uh, to the professional media as well. Everybody take a picture of just a dude who doesn't look anything like any of those people uh, standing on the water. We're about two minutes, we're going to stand here and just deliberately pull your phones back into your pocket. Okay, ready? Take a picture, ready? Nothing else is going to happen. You don't need to keep your phones out because I have no so quick changes, I have no props. There's nothing going to happen that's any more interesting than this. And the entire... I might go over here. I might go over here. That's it. How many pictures of this do you need? It's just that. There's the front side, the right side, the left side, the back side. Right. So save your memory cards, save your batteries. It's going to be a long day. Are we done? Does anybody feel they desperately need to have any more? Because look, it's just, no, I've already got 75, I need another 3. And, uh, look, I'm seeing faces, and it's so great to see actual faces instead of little flashes and autofocuses. Uh, oh, no. Are we done? Everybody was once in their lives will get this as therapy. Yes. <laughs> 
dribble any nonsense from their mouth and get rounds of applause on Monday. But I'm uh, so in case you want to ask those people who know, you can't forget. I've done a bunch of video games and I don't know what they are, so, uh, but I've got lots. Please sing twice, I think, loosely. <laughs> and various nuances. And, uh, and then various other characters. And the great thing about voice work is you can sound like you know, what you don't want like, so you can play anything at all. So uh, you can ask any of those things. I was in, as well as Adventure Horizon, I was in Soldier as well. Yeah, there you go. That's, I threw that one out there deliberately because nobody saw Soldier, not even me. <laughs> So that's that. Um, sometimes people ask, 
first of all, their nephews and then their friends and then my godchildren and adult friends of mine all going, you have to take a job, you have to take a bath. It's great, fantastic bath. I don't understand why this was happening until it dawned on me when the first bomb was out. Uh, I think it had taken a couple of weeks for the initial film. But it dawned on me that they all wanted me to take the job just so that they could visit the set. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought, oh, I not Maybe no one will see it. Uh, and, uh, and I took the job, and it's the wisest decision I ever made in my life. Um, 
being that outrageously orange person with the, the dead squirrel on his head. Truck stop wing, you know. <laughs> and they went, well, that's, that's just let's try that. So we try this 
you know, plain or white plastic wig on. Um, she goes, in my opinion, that was handsome. And I go, well, it's a five dollar wig, I'm hoping you'd make more money than that. So anyway, I see this wig, I go down to costume, and they go, and they don't see lovely designs, these are, you know, full length, not full length, down to their pinstripe business suits, like I'm on Wall Street. And I went, um, so, and they go, what, you know, like, when you change the feel of the colors, I go, why am I in a suit? They spot me, he's a businessman, I go, who is this businessman everyone's talking about? He's a wizard, he's a wizard, he's, he's, he hates bubbles, he goes, she said, well, what do you want to dress him? Jack, she's French, what do you think you should wear? I go, I think you should wear, like, you know, fur, and hermit, and aristocratic clothes that have been in this family for thousands of years. What do you should wear old clothes? I go, no, he's got Spell that refurbishes them, or whatever it is. He's a wizard! We're beautiful Irish friends, you know, we don't have anything here. Like, what about that? And we grab, like, a velvet curtain, just like a piece of velvet. <laughs> I wrap it around myself, and I got this five dollar, you know, Hollywood pie and big. Anyway, so, I go down to the set, uh, to have the, let the trains have a quick look. And he's shooting the pixie scene. He's quite distracted by the special effects and the assistant goes, uh, Chris, so Jason, for a quick look, and he went, <laughs> <laughs> and he went, uh, it's, 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 it's happening. I said, well, you know, we thought, <clears throat> Did you see the sketches? We have like, you know, I got, yeah, a businessman suit, and, uh, yeah, but I, I just think he's a business man, you know, he's like, no, that's cool, all right, yeah, sure, okay, anything else? And I said, yeah, I think I'm gonna have a, a, a cake, and he said, he said, there's something wrong with your leg, I said, no, no, I thought, I thought, like, the water would come out of the cake, you know, he said, no, the water's, we haven't think of the water, just, they just appear by magic, but you don't see them, they come out of the back, maybe like hoods or sleeves or something. And I said, yeah, I know, I know, but I thought... <laughs> and then we come out and look at the game, like a sword stick. And I went, it's a lovely, lovely man. I think the tunnel now is And uh, I had to come up 
I was very aware that this film was already cracked with some of the best actors I'd ever seen in my life, or I'd seen on stage, and that it had the ultimate film. Dear, dear, late, uh, gone. So anyway, the wonderful Alan Rickman had been in it, and he plays
And um, they go, action! And Richard just goes, I go, he's holding this a long time, isn't he? And I think, oh, it's a bit old, it's sad. He's old now, he can't remember his lines. <laughs> so bad. And then, enough time goes by, and I think, Panic starts to spread. Panic, unless my stomach goes and spat, you know, my throat goes dry, starts to sweat a bit, and I go, this is someone in the same cut, someone in the same channel line up. And just at the moment when I'm really feeling crazy, he sleeps. Because he was Richard Harris and he took no prisoners, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and I said some line, I can't remember what it was, and, uh, and he said something, dismiss me. And, uh, and I turn around uh, and I walked out of the room. And I just some flounce up. Because <laughs> I was new to the hair of the <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I said a line, I don't know who it was, and the producer comes over, and, uh, and then Trent comes over, and Daniel's there as well. And they go, of course, uh, well, it's, it's pretty extreme. And Daniel goes, I think it's cool. And the director went, Thank 
haven't seen everyone in there, me and other things. And he goes, don't worry, I will be. So that night she goes to sleep, and guess what she sees in the sleep? 
a boy who's her friend who has a baby teeth who's never been wrong. And a man, because she knows she's going to have to be with a man, who is so terrifying and strangely attractive and familiar to her, that it's always the same actor that they catch him with just a darling. Always has been for a very long time. And it's a very grown-up Freudian nightmare. And we did that story, Jane Barry's story. And uh, I thought it was done with such... And, and, and Rachel, who played Wendy, was just cast at the perfect moment. She was a little bit of a star, and she was kind of a young woman, which was and um, it's such a powerful story, and it resonates so much with, with girls and women. So it, it, it seems insane to me that people concentrate on this boy character and make a film called Pan, or make a film about you, Pan, growing up. Because it's not his story at all. It's a story about Wendy, it's a story about girls, and what this world expects of women and young women, and how hard so stunning about that. I can't answer friends. My kids don't watch it because they're dancing. They're such a dance idea. But other friends growing up sometimes, you know, kids and they go, ah, I'm so sensitive for it. God damn it, you know, I'm like, wow, that's fine. Because kids watch it, the girls don't know why they need to watch it again and again. It's because it reflects their experience. So thank you for asking. I'm going to say you castrated. <laughs> Explain that to your kids if you like. Oh, you see, that's where all the discrepancies. <laughs> your knowledge of the books and the literature and the world of mythology goes so much deeper than me skating the surface of what I did. Uh, uh, uh. The answer, I'm avoiding the question because I clearly don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Well, yeah. But in answer, I'll tell you about my second day, I my third day on the set was the, 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 the clip, which is when I get knocked over by Tommy. And he said in the script, first of all, I remember someone visiting the set going, This is the corner where you get knocked out. There's, there's supposed to be two steps in there. Wow, okay, <laughs> this is going to be tricky navigating the fans. Into acknowledge this, but anyway, uh, I get knocked down and it says in the script, you know, he races one and starts to do a spell. And I went, Abracadabra, is that a spell? So I said to one of the crew members, guys, you know, pulling something on, and dude, what's a spell? Who does spell? I don't know any spells. He goes, I don't know, mate. I don't know, maybe in two weeks, but I don't know. I said, what's a spell? I don't know what a spell is. I don't know what a spell is. So I lift my wand up and I go, I get knocked down by Tommy. I cannot tell you how many thousands of people wrote to me. How dare you? You don't kill me! I saw you from the Pocus. That's what I want to come up with. It's people who want to win a triple. I, I'm not a son. Uh, I don't know, is the answer. Uh, I grab it and I'm but I do know that um, this is a coward. Uh, most bullies are cowards. And, uh, and I, uh, I took it as my brief to try and create the kind of character that would explain why Draco was such a horrible boy at school, and why, to me, he's the hero of all these, because he breaks the chains of generations and generations of boys. Because, as I said, he's destined to be a boy, he's 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 a boy
turns against everything he's been raised to do for the last time, and he does the noble thing. So anyway, uh, uh, I've got this wand that someone's given me, the one stuck down the back of someone's sofa, you know, it's not a serious wand, no one takes me seriously at all anymore. And one of the things that we did right at the end, Dave, lovely David Gates, who directed the last four, and was just directing the new two, three films, he said, what if we get to Lucius at the end? He was very keen to tie up everyone's story. By the end of this eighth film, Jill Rowling was fine with them taking different directions from the book sometimes because, you know, the film's a bit more important. So, every day when we were shooting other things, they'd go, oh, I'm just thinking maybe this, maybe this. And one day I had this, well, I thought it was a great idea. And I said, hey, when he's in the courtyard and, and long walk the death eaters advance and go in to kill everybody, what about he wants to go in with them because he's desperate? to be by Voldemort's side and prove himself again. But he also sees Narcissa and Draco going off in the distance, and he just doesn't know which, he's, come, he's stuck there, but just long enough that everybody tramples over him. And you see him trampling the boy, you see boots on his face, and David goes, oh, no. <laughs> let's shoot that. And it's scheduled, and that's no mean thing, that's, you know, money and time, and I'm like, oh, God, they're doing it, it's great. And we shot that, we shot the scene where I went, Very, he's a gentleman, I think. A very big man. 
very powerful, dominating figure. Some people loved that, some people hated that. Um, but unlike almost anyone else I've ever played, the whole time, you may imagine this six foot seven Morgan Power, Patrick Muscle, watching me play it. And that was, uh, that was, like, that was better than he was still serving. So it, that whole shoot for all of us was different from anything else I've ever done. What I did, um, Green Zone, who was a fictional character, so I could feel entitled and able to kind of make bold strokes in different directions. But, but with my steel, I felt like if, if this happened, people died that night, he's still alive, he's still serving, and so I just felt parameters as we were narrower creatively. So the other thing I could do, like, is the thing. So my steel is this very, very big man who famously, uh, in Mogadishu, when they were training in the big hangars, would walk around naked. Big giant man would walk around naked, he would sit on the edge of his cock bed with a fan, keeping his private school, and he would give him up. And he would wrestle people. Don't read nothing into that, but he would wrestle people. Quite a lot, he liked to arm wrestle, he's a, you know. And uh, so I would meet people, and they go, Hey, what are you doing with me? Who are you playing? I'd go, Mike Steele, they look, they go, You play the Black Rider? <laughs> you know he was like six feet, like, yeah, man. You know he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know he walked around naked? Yeah. So I didn't feel that I wanted to walk around naked. I didn't feel like I'd get to 400 pound muscle. I was never going to be six foot seven or years. So I shaved my head. That's as close as I could get to conveying all those things. I thought a naked head, that's an indication. So uh, that, that's what my preparation is. This is not a conference. Uh, there are hundreds of people questions. They've gone. The answers were four, a fish, bicycles, Chinese food, when I was 12, and you really shouldn't ask that question. I should make big mistakes, but my wife makes, I used to make documentaries for the BBC, and she said, one of the great things about making documentaries, the reason she was so incredible about getting interviews out of people is that everybody has an infinite capacity to find themselves interesting. Um, so I could talk forever, but the truth is uh, that there's an Avenger waiting in the wings, so I can go. I'm just a guy who wants to make a podcast about doing funny voices for a living. So they come up and talk to me. There's no magic. I'm just some dude who does a job with a supermarket just like you. Uh, and I can't wait to meet End of day three, sort of. We left early. Yeah, we're pooped. We did so much on Thursday that we just were done. It's like, okay, we don't really want to walk anywhere else because our feet are burned out. Just done. 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 Done and dusted. And we accomplished everything we set out to do as far as panels and stores and that sort of thing. Vendors, I should say. Yep. Not a whole lot of steampunk stuff this time around. Very little, comparatively. I was disappointed. I guess now that steampunk has its own convention, maybe they're concentrating on that. I don't know. No, there was a lot more at Comic-Con in September. Ah. I just didn't look at any of it. Yes. There was a lot more then. Yeah, there's tiny booths here and there that are mostly jewelry, but not much else. Yep. But it was fun. Yeah. And it was fun getting off of my corset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can actually drive and with putting down your arms. Yeah, it's my bra's fault. Um, but unlike Victorian women, I can't wear a corset without a bra. You don't want to see that. 
Trust me. <laughs> it would be obscene. Because there'd be nothing holding those girls back. Uh-huh. It would be all up in everybody's face. Yep. You gotta contain them. Yeah. Gotta rein them in. They have a mind of their own. They're begging to be released, though. I can, I can oh, feel them in my oh. bra going, Please, for the love of God, we have given you everything we have. If Lady the Lady is anything to go by, one of the first things women do when they get home is remove the bra. Honey, every woman does that. Yep, that's what I'm saying. In it's fact, like the first step. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just completing the statement. Yeah, well, that's because bras are uncomfortable. And especially if you've been wearing one for 12 or 15 hours, you want to take it off long before you get home, but you can't. Nope. So you take it off the first chance it's feasible. And if that's in the car when you pull into the driveway, hey, I don't judge, I would. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anything notable to say regarding the final day? Jason Isaac. Yes, we had the panel. You heard it. He is British and sometimes speaks a little low, so some of that you might miss, but we missed it there too. So, yeah, kind of speaking under his breath kind of thing. But he was delightful. He was delightful. I like it when the guest takes over as moderator. Because mm -hmm. it really provides more content because the moderator isn't there to interfere or drag something on. Yeah, and I really enjoyed him. He he went up until like the last po possible second. Yeah. He really did. It was almost a full hour. They're like, oh, nope, no more questions. There's an Avenger yeah. waiting in the wings. And Jeremy Renner went for about 30 minutes. Yeah, just about. Not, not even quite that, really, if you actually count the time that he started taking questions. And God, all of the people asking questions about stuff he could not possibly know. Stuff, like what's going to yeah. be in upcoming movies. He is not going to know that. And even if he did, he couldn't tell you. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Why waste everybody's time with a question like that? Yeah, ask about something he's done, not about something that he might do. Well, it's not even stuff that he might do. You know? It was just like... I don't fucking know if Deadpool's gonna be Infinity Wars because there's a whole rights issue there, you yeah. moron. Yeah, that's obvious. Fox and owns Deadpool because he's part of the X-Men. Yeah. Disney owns the Avengers. Yep. And most other Marvel characters. Yeah, most other. Outside of Fantastic Four and the X-Men universe and Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, they got special permission from Fox to use Spider-Man. Yeah. That's sort of a joint rights thing, and maybe people thought that if they could do that with Spider-Man, maybe they could do that with Deadpool. But why ask Jeremy Renner, for fuck's sake? God! Uh, well, well uh, Deadpool was so successful, I doubt that Fox would give leeway with that character. Yeah. While Spider-Man didn't do as well as they had planned. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you do a reboot that soon. Yep. And that's why the other Fantastic Four movie tanked. Partially that, and partially because it sucked. And partially because I think they fired a guy halfway through, and so it's really a mishmash of two separate movies. Yeah. Well, if you can't get Doctor Doom right, then what the fuck is your problem? Just stop. Yeah, either don't do Doom or do Doom right. Yep. Anyway, yeah. So, delightful, uh, 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 
Jason Isaac, and I've actually been a fan of his since Event Horizon. I probably already said that. Ah. Um, so, and I've never really heard him in a panel because he's never been to uh, any of the Salt Lake Comic Con events before, so that was exciting. I hope he comes back and that I get the chance to get his autograph because there's only so much money, guys. Yeah. Only so much money, and we spent a lot of it. Yeah, probably more than we should have, but that's usually what happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we got such great stuff. Did we go over budget? I don't know. You don't know? I wasn't keeping track. Okay. Because now we had some high-ticket items here and there. Meh. Like the corset and the raw prior art. Meh. And then my two belt buckles. Meh. I'm not worried about it. No. It'll all come out in the wash. That's what they say. Except for Wash, because he died. Yep, he was a leaf on the wind. The leaf on the wind is dead. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's been a good con. I've enjoyed myself. Um, Saturday, today hasn't actually been as bad as I was anticipating. Yeah, it's not quite as busy as expected. It's been kind of even across all three days. Yeah. Because Thursday was busier than usual. Yeah. And then Friday was about the same. So all the days have pretty much been the same. There hasn't been a mad rush on Saturday like that has been in the past. And it really pays to have this exhibitor badge because at that one booth we got to basically get half-price prints. Because yeah. it would be like, it would, well, it would be like, oh, buy two, get one free. But for us, it was buy two, get two free. So that was an even better deal. Nice. And uh, people just chatting with us normally. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun to have the vendor badge. Especially when you can get in basically any time the Salt Palace opens. Exactly. And you can, and, and the other vendors will sell stuff to you. Yeah. You know, they'll be in the middle of setting up and they'll be like, oh yeah, sure. They'll sell you stuff because vendors. Vendors. We are united. Vendors, so. exhibitors, what have you. Yes. So, thanks again, Brooke and Phil, for allowing us to have vendor passes with you because it's been marvelous. Really marvelous. Uh-huh. I've enjoyed myself immensely. And I just yawned. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're beat. Super beat. Looking forward to just going home and getting into comfortable clothing and just vegetating. Yep. Well, there's a whole new Fallout downloadable content I haven't even touched. Oh, yeah. You probably want to do that while you relax. I'm not sure. I might be tired enough to sleep, but I don't know yet. Ah. We'll have to see. Catch up on some Deadpool or something. Not Deadpool, Daredevil. Damn it, my brain today. <laughs> Honey. Every character three. is mixed up in my brain. Honey. Every single one. Day three of a con. It's okay. I've been naming all kinds of characters the wrong name. Day, like all day, day long. Day three. Day three. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, yeah, as soon as we got to the car, we took your tor- 
uh, your corset off. Yep. So, do you be comfortable driving? Yeah, it's very difficult to roll a window up and down manually when you have a corset on. You wouldn't think that would be true, but I am long-legged, and so in order to um, sure, just move on over in front of me. In order to roll down a window, I have to lean forward because they don't make door window thingies uh, easy to find for people of all lengths of leg. Yeah. You just assume you're short. But I do have ape-like arms, but it still requires leaning forward to turn the thing. So, yeah, it was very difficult to do in a corset. Almost painful. Almost painful. Leaning forward uh, at any kind of curve, impossible. <laughs> Could not uh, pick things up because I couldn't bend over. I was doing a lot of pickups. Yes, yes you were. Now, well, really, I can't think of anything else to really mention. Nothing that we saw that's out of the ordinary that we didn't see the rest of the days. Yep, I uh, really enjoyed myself. I really did. Oh, good. Even with all the tired, I loved hanging out with Matt. Yeah, we didn't bump into him today, but he was taking his mother around. Does that make sense? Yes. I hope he's having fun and that she is too. Yes. And so in Salt Lake Van X Experience. Fan experience. Fan experience 2016. 2016. Uh, and uh, that's about the extent of how tired we are. I'm so sorry, guys. John oh, says Brandy. I can't help it. I'm and we're going to have to get some gas when we get back to Ogden. Oh, do you want to get giant drinks? Sure, that sounds delightful. Yes, it does. It's it? been a while since we've done that. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Stop there anyway. So that's our plan is to go to Maverick and get gas and drinks and just vegetate the rest of the day. It's going to be fantastic. It'll be very nice. Yes. So we're not planning on going to the theater tonight. No, we took the night off and even if we could have, you know, we weren't intending to be home early, oh, it's going to rain on us. Ah. Even though <laughs> I'm just too tired to deal She's with people. Too- Tired to make sentences, complex word structure. I'm too tired to be nice. Yeah, and you need to be nice at the theater. Yeah. We're getting little paw print shaped raindrops. Yes, we patterns. are. Little freak storm yeah. that no one predicted that yeah. I felt. Looks like it's raining on Leighton or Ogden, one of those. Yeah, probably both. Yeah, I can tell by the clouds. I like little unexpected storms. The clouds. They make me hippie. Hippie is a hippie. hippie. Alright, we should quit rambling, I guess. Uh, yeah, we'll end it there and return to our regularly and scheduled program. <laughs> so, Fan X 16, woo! Yay! And we'll have another one roll around September or so. Yeah, well, that'll be Comic Con proper. Yep. So, later days. Bye. It's been a tricky situation, finding a dart track with which to end this episode and, I suppose, the Fanex 2016 experience altogether. Since I have been 
including songs relating to the guest panel. It seems fitting to do so also for Jason Isaacs, though that burdens me with an embarrassment of choices, for he has played a myriad of baddies in film and television, and even video games having voiced Satan in the Castlevania series. He's also been Lex Luthor, Sinestro, and of course Lucius Malfoy. So if I drop the premise of finding an exactly fitting tune, it frees me up to pick one that's just simply really cool. And in that regard, I return to the band Joy Disaster, a post-punk gothic band from France, though they regard themselves as aggressive rock. I don't really think they're that aggressive. It's not like they're playing new metal or anything. But the band consists of Nico on guitar and lead vocals, Simon, guitar and backing vocals, Supa, bass and backing vocals, and I suppose another Nico on drums, though it'd be odd if it's the same Nico. Anyhow, Joy Disaster has that brand of post-punk that drips with atmosphere. In this song, Absolute, the bass line is wondrously languid, and the beat has a kind of stumbling style of that staccato post-punk sound. So it's very rich, very moody, and the lower register gothic vocals, I think, mirror well the dulcet tones of the very well-voiced Jason Isaacs. So for Brandy and myself, I wish you happy listings, and we'll return with our regularly unscheduled programming. Here is Joy Disaster with Absolute from the album Sickness. Mm-hmm. 